to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down 105. Oh, no, I forgot it. 105.3. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Uh, but yeah, we're continuing our playthrough of Yakuza Like a Dragon. Today I have with me Matt. Hello. And yeah, um, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, Matt, you ran into a, an issue with a, a boss fight that just kept giving you some trouble. I had one one issue that sent me on about a three hour detour to to level up and get some gear and all, all of that. That get, get, took a lot of time to get the money I needed to get that gear too. So that was a slightly unexpected difficulty wall. Maybe I could have just pushed through it, but after losing twice, I just said, you know what, I'm gonna I'm I'm not where I need to be right now. Let me let me shore that up. Right. So I do want to talk about that because obviously there there is story beats to talk about here, but I do want to talk about how we're going along with not only gear but leveling up and that kind of thing. Um, because I found a couple of things that that have helped me as well because I did some grinding as well. So I didn't make it as far as you did. Um, we 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 were going to play through chapter eleven. Unfortunately, I got stuck in a underground dungeon. I, I was thinking I can go another leg of this dungeon and see if I can get some better you know, crafting materials or maybe level up. Um, and then that turned into, oh, you've got to go three levels and also have a big boss fight at the end of it. And I did not make it to the end of chapter 11, unfortunately, but that's okay. We got a lot to talk about. So uh, we ended with uh, the beginning of chapter nine, where we were basically making our deductions. The The governor is, is Rio Rio Aoki and Kasuga is like that is totally the young master that is the young master Arakawa Arakawa which I still find funny because at the end of where I've played they do a little bit of one on one talking yep. and you get some flashbacks and even seeing them in the proximity of seeing Rio Aoki and then Ten seconds later, seeing the young master, I'm like, that doesn't look like the same person. It doesn't look like the same person. It it it, it truly does not. <laughs> Which I, I just still find funny because half the other characters in this game look like they are the same person. Right. So I don't know. I, I I'm st I still feel like maybe Kasuga's just got a brain damage. I don't know. Apparently not. But it's no, apparently, yeah. But, uh, so yeah, um, after seeing all of that, um, we do get the, uh, uh, control of Kasuga again. And we're basically just tasked with, let's see how the city's handling the Omni invasion. <laughs> um, and it doesn't seem like there's much as far as the Omni invasion goes until we get the phone call from, uh, the madam of the uh, the soap land that we had originally got hired for, oh. uh, she calls us. What's that? Hamako. Hamako, yeah, I, you know better than I do. Um, she calls us and is like, "Hey, uh, I need you guys to come over here. Go over there and look who's who. Who shows up? It's Bleach Japan. Uh, Bleach Japan's there." Uh, and we start to realize, oh, these Bleach Japan people are not just Bleach Japan people. They're also Omni Alliance people. Um, and they're being led by the dude who, I can't remember his name. He was part of the, the, the 
Yakuza clan that was running the old folks' home and killing people. Was it the Seryu clan? It was the Siri clan, but I can't remember the guy's name. I don't know what his name is. The guy with the big jaw. <laughs> um, I was going to say, the, I thought the head of the Bleach Japan here was Totsuka. But I don't think that was the guy with the big jaw. No, no, no. If you remember, they, they were, he was, he was with, he, remember he slapped the, the, the madam. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was the, the Siri clan guy that, that was, you know, running the, old folks home um he he's he, so it's not being led by this mob is being led by him so it seems like he has turn coded he is now working with the omni alliance uh now that there's big turmoil in the syriu clan uh and now that the whole the big the secrets out that they were you know basically the the stalemate wasn't really a stalemate kind of thing they're kind of working together and everybody's like, I ah, screw this alliance now. I'm, I'm, I'm not going with them. So we beat those guys up. Um, and, uh, oh man, from there, I can't remember exactly. I think that's when like they, the, the Omni started going after the Gomi Jewel. So I think we get a call and we head to the Gomi Jewel hideout. And pretend to be uh, protesters. Yeah. yeah. And that's where we run into our next boss fight, which is a Syria clan op- officer. Um, I'm not Syria clan, Omni Alliance officer. Um, works for the Arakawa. Uh, I don't know what his name is, but I love his voice actor. He is hamming it up and he's got like this hardcore, like Bronx accent. <laughs> The guy in the uh, in the, the wrecking ball. Yeah, the guy in the wrecking ball. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, we have to fight the wrecking ball because they're about to to just use it to ram into the Gomi Jewel hideout. Uh, so we fight the wrecking ball, and it's a lot like that fight in the underground that we had with that guy with the bulldozer. Um, Yoda, that's his name. Yoda, Ichioda, Ichioda. Yeah. Um, but uh, we beat after beating him. I didn't find this fight too difficult, but after beating him, he thinks he kills us because he uses the wrecking ball and he thinks he smashed us. But we were able to escape kind of comically by holding up a bunch of signs and just walking away. <laughs> like protesters. Yeah. Um, and we we find uh we get basically a present from the, the Gomi jewel. Um, Sing Hong, oh God, what's his name? Uh, the, the guy who eventually joins our party next. Gihan. Jun Gihan. Yeah. The white haired yeah. guy. He, yeah, the white haired guy. Yeah. He, uh, he's like, I got a present for you. And he tells us to meet him across the street. We go over there and they give us a present of, this is the entrance to the residential area. The secret of, entrance that nobody knows about. Yeah. <laughs> that nobody knows about. And you, you, you must be very well respected to, to be able to enter here. Nobody just comes in here. So we enter in through there. We make it to the, the, the surveillance room area and Omni Alliance are knocking at the door and they're like, okay, we have, we have, no choice. We have to. We have to destroy all this evidence of the counterfeiting. So, they make the decision to burn it, burn it all down. And it's also going to be like, well, this is also going to destroy our home. We will have nowhere to go. But there's nothing else we can do. If the Omni Alliance get their hands on this, they will. They will be able to pin this to everything. So, they burn it down. Or they start the fire, and we got to hold off the Omni Alliance. Well, with the Omni Alliance, here come a few people. Um, the guy that we beat up in the wrecking ball, he's there, and they also bring in a a, a well known friend of ours. Uh, Namba's there, and we have to have a boss fight with those two. Yeah. 
And so it wasn't very far into this play session. This is the fight that I got stuck on. Yeah. And what was what was the issue? Was it Namba? Was Namba doing the damage to you? Namba wasn't too bad. Whenever he was active, his flame breath was annoying. But right. I was able uh I was able to keep him charmed for the most part. You were using Psycho's charm? Psycho, yeah. Her 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 first attack that she has. It's like a three hit right. three hit special attack that often leaves characters charmed and he seemed to be reasonably susceptible to it. I think almost every time I did it he right. would stop attacking and just be in love. Um, so I was able to do that and there was the Bleach members were calling back up which in and of itself wasn't terrible but Ishioda basically just his hits were so hard that you know in, in the fact that he would counter attack it felt like he was attacking even though it would be a four-on-one, I felt like he was getting in as many or more attacks than we were because right. of all the counterattacks, and I just couldn't do it. Even though I was, I was group healing almost every single, every single round, and I've got three people just pummeling him. I just, I couldn't, couldn't get him down. So at this point, you did not have a fourth party member, correct? Um, I did. I had Aerie. But I hadn't leveled her up at all, so she was, you know, she was almost always a one-hit death. Right. So, I so and, and and that was kind of why I was like, you know, obviously I need to go do some grinding because I've got one character who almost isn't isn't contributing at all, you know, doing almost no damage. So, you know, I, it didn't take long for me to be like, well, I, I, I don't even feel prepared for this. I don't feel like I'm prepared and just getting overrun. I'm just clearly un underprepared. Right. So I I did not lose at this fight. I it was rough though. I will give you that. But there's there's a couple of things. So I obviously had Ari before you did, um, and her little thumbtack spread that she uses. That's one of my favorite. Can, it can do attacks. some damage to yeah. You can do some damage to dudes because they always start bunched up. Yeah. And that will hit everybody. And I don't know if um, she's got like priority or whatever, but she always goes first. In my group. she has really yeah she has high speed. So she's she's really quick. Um, so I already had her. I had her basically. She was probably a level below everybody else in the party. Um, so she was definitely helping me out. Um, but the biggest thing for me, and the thing that I mentioned to you, and the thing I will mention to everybody, Adachi. Adachi, as the enforcer, has learned the ability paralysis prongs. Where he walks up to a dude and takes him with what looks like a cattle prod and stabs them in the chest, shocks them, and then slams them down the ground. That is a guaranteed paralysis against the enemy and does about 500 hit points of damage. Yep. When you first mentioned it, I was like, oh, I'm already able to charm. This isn't going to be that much better. And then I got that. I went through and I made him an enforcer. I spent a lot of time just roaming around, beating people up, leveling him up. And getting back to this fight, man, that was powerful because I think Ishioda is also weak to electricity. Yes. So it wrecked him. Yes. So that was what I did. I shocked him. He was paralyzed for a, a full round. And then I worked on Namba and made short work of them. Adachi is like one of my all-stars. Like, I don't care how many party members I get, Adachi will always be there. <laughs> he's pretty critical uh, with, that, with that heavy damage and... Um, he's a tank too, dude. Yeah. He's the only character currently right now, where I'm, where I'm at right now, he has almost 600 hit points. He has like 200 more hit points than anybody else in my squad. Wow. How was he so the high? Dude, I've leveled him up. What level are you? Keep I'm not entirely sure. I would say mid to late 30s. Yeah, I've got everybody in my party is 33, I think. Okay, yeah. Um, but he he's just a tank. I love it. Um, he's really really good. Um, but yeah, after beating that, so 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 tell me, all right, before we get into that, tell me how did you grind? How like what was your 
So what adjustments did you make? And then how did you go about gaining those levels? I mean, it was easy for, for Ari because she was under-leveled, had no gear. So, you know, I, I basically said, look, I obviously need gear. Everybody needs an upgrade. I haven't haven't really put money into upgrading their gear or their weapons. So I was like, right. that's the first thing I need to do. So I spent a lot of time with the business management game. Yep. Um, I probably had, a, you know, two or three short sessions where that's all I did. And I, I don't know how much money I ended up making from it, but I, I was able to, I think I had just gotten to rank 100 before I got stuck here. So I, I did a number of sessions, got down to the next target of 45, got all the, all the money there, uh, or target of 50, and then I got it down to about 45, I think, after that. So it ended up being at least six or seven payouts. So probably pushing a million yen okay um, then I spent a lot of time just going from shop to shop buying what I needed to buy sure um, in the process I spent a lot more time doing additional SOS fights okay yeah so the you know, probably another five or six of those, which was again was another 150k. Yeah. Or so. Um, then I spent a lot of time with, I think her name's Sumire, the lady who has the the upgrade shop. Yes. So I pumped some money into getting her shop up to level two. Um, was able to make some new new gear there. Was able to upgrade the gear and just going across the map from shop to shop. I was able to get everybody outfitted with the best weapons, you know, getting into extra fights in the streets, which, again, maybe are probably not the fastest way to level up, but, you know, it's supplemental levels, and also the money from them is, is not terrible. So, let me ask you this. Um, as far as gear goes, like weapons, right? Um, it, this was obviously when you decided to change people's jobs, right? Yeah, so I had Aerie starting somewhat fresh, and I had Adachi needing to level up his enforcer class okay so you switched the dachi to enforcer did you do anything else did you change kasuga or no, i guess I, you kept I, the idol yeah I, I kept i kept the idol and i looked at airy whether i should change her class but it seems like while there are options none of them are really open yet she can be yeah. like a madam of the night or or uh, definitely saw some whips and other things that she could use in that role, but I kept her here. Actually, one of my biggest steps forward was at that shop making her a metal ruler, because up until that point she was doing almost no damage. You know, 20, yeah. 30 points of damage. I get her this metal ruler, all of a sudden she's doing like 120 rather than 20. Metal ruler, or is it a box cutter? A metal ruler. Like she hmm. start, I had started out with a couple of box cutters, but now she's got, you know, ruler and tax and different desk items. But yeah, it's a gotcha. metal ruler. That was the highest highest damage weapon I could find for her. What about Kasuga? What'd you give him? I still have his bat. I thought about trying to upgrade the hero's bat, but one of the things I still need to grind, I guess, is I need to go bug hunting. Because a lot of the upgrades require various moths and spiders and butterflies and stuff. Right, yeah. Golden, you know, golden scorpions. And I don't have a, a lot of those, so I, I, I was no longer able to upgrade that. So I just have some some metal bat of, sort, of some sort. Gotcha. I gave uh, Kasuga the fire stick, the the flame. Uh, it's like a, a, it's like a wooden plank with a fire. It's always fire, like on fire. So he does fire damage. So I run into a lot of enemies that are weak to fire, so I just left him with that. I've got it up to plus two now. Um, I saw that one. I went with one I thought that had higher base stats, but other than the hero's bat that I assume you can upgrade a ton, Yeah. I don't really know how much you can upgrade some of the other stuff. So I hope I didn't lock myself into a weapon that is good now but is weak later. 
not well, you, I guess you could always go back and, and check it and see, but Adachi, I did finally get him a better shield. Uh, I got him like a plus one shield now. Um, and then Psycho, I've got her. She, it, it looks like a giant, um, like ice cream bar. <laughs> it's, and it does ice damage. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I got that the plus two. It's called a bastard soda. That's what's called bastard soda. Um, yeah, it's funny. And then, I actually, I hadn't done anything with Kasuga. I hadn't even been using the hero bat because very early on, I splurged on a weapon for him that was like a giant massager. Yeah. I was using that, but I, I've got so many other items that are way stronger than that now. Yeah, I, I do now, so it's it's in the past, but I was using that for a lot of the game so far. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, but after... Oh, well, all right, so back to that. Um, after uh, um, beating that boss fight, um, the the Yanni basically retreat because they're, they're getting the hell out of there because it's, you know, it's on fire. And uh, Namba sitting there realizing I've I've screwed everybody over. I'm a piece of crap. <laughs> and uh, uh, the Gomi Jewel's like, look, we have your brother. Your brother is safe. He's been in our, you know, residential area this whole time. And he's not being held prisoner and he's like, well, I want to see my brother. And they're like, okay, fine. You'll be able to see your brother, but you need to stop working with the Omni Alliance with this. And uh, Casca has a nice little talk with him, basically. Like, you're our friend. It doesn't matter if you betrayed us. You were trying to get with your brother. And that's okay in our book. And I want you to join us again. And he doesn't join us right away. He joins us in the next chapter. He, he basically is like, I want to go see my brother and disappears. Almost a lot of, I, it feels like almost an inability to commit with Nanba. Yeah. Right. Like even before when he was like leaving, it was like, I, you know, I can't believe you still call me a friend. You know, I, I really appreciate that, but I'm still going to betray you. And now it's like, I'll work with you and you know, I'm still happy that you call me a friend, but I'm not all in. So there, there's, you know, he's, he keeps like, he keeps straddling that line of support versus, you know, I'm, I'm done and I'm, I'm going my own way. Yeah. At some point, I assume he'll have his full change of heart and be like, you know, I, I, I never could have done what I thought I could do alone. You know, now that I realize the importance of teamwork and family and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. He's always, you know, it's always right there on the tip of his tongue, I feel, but then he doesn't do it or say it. But, um, I can't remember how, so in the beginning of chapter 10 is very long because it's all about interrogating the, 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 the main leader of Bleach Japan, Agasara. I'm guessing he was, was he there? Yeah, I think they took him prisoner. Yeah. So we're basically interrogating him. And Agasara basically confirms everything that we've kind of already deduced. Um, <laughs> it seems that at some point, while we were locked up, while Ichiban was locked up, that Arakawa wanted his son to basically infiltrate the government. And he did so by starting this bleach Japan campaign as a private citizen, um, and showing the country how much he cared about, you know, cleaning up the streets and stuff like that. He was able to get elected and he move up the ranks, right? So that way, Arakawa, who is a crime lord, could then 
have somebody on the inside, basically. So we're, we're looking at kind of like, uh, um, the departed. If you remember that movie, got somebody on the inside. Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, it's a remake of a trilogy from Korea, I believe called infernal affairs. I think was what it was called. I could be wrong. But anyway, so, uh, which we kind of figured that we're like, okay, so why is the, the son of a Yakuza leader wanting to become part of the, you know, the Japanese government? Well, it makes sense because that way he's got somebody on the inside. The, the, the crime syndicate can now kind of run the entire country, change laws, make them turn blind eye to certain things, that kind of stuff. Um, but he also gives us a little bit more information. So we had mentioned before there was the, the one guy, the guy who the, the old man who was in the, uh, the government, the, I guess he was in the, like the Senate. I don't, I don't know the Japan's government stuff. He, he was like a representative or a, sen- or, or a Senator or something like that for, for Japan for a long time. And, uh, he was wise to the whole counterfeiting thing since, you know, basically pre world war two or, or post world war two stuff. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but, um, they were basically using getting him out of here. So that way we could use that as leverage. You have people, and we see this happen in real time as, as we're talking about this. We're seeing Rio Alki as the governor talking to the, you know, higher ups, basically saying, we know that there was a counterfeiting money laundering ring. And one of your guys in the Senate knew about it and was helping run it. I think we need to disband the Senate or disband whatever it's called. So he was using that to basically become the big man in the government. Like the, I, I, I don't know. I mean, they have a president, but it's not, he wasn't talking to the president. Who was he talking to? Yeah. I don't remember, but it was somebody higher than him basically. And he's like, well, nobody's going to go. Nobody's going to listen to you guys who, has somebody in your cabinet who is running a counterfeiting ring. So it's either step down or I just come out and tell everybody. So that's what they were using it for. Um, after the interrogation, uh, we get attacked, uh, by a bunch of Omni guys and the Omni, uh, after the fight, we realize, oh, they have taken the Bleach Japan leader. Oops. I guess <laughs> res- rescued him. Yeah. yeah, I know. Rescued him. And I say in air quotes. Uh, because uh, obviously the next day we, we find out that uh, he's dead. <laughs> so it looks like they were trying to just uh, hush him up a little bit. But uh, yeah. Um, that's the beginning of chapter 10. Uh, and the, the rest of chapter 10 is basically, <sighs> we're going to run into a whole bunch of people that we've already ran into before. We're going to, we, we're going to run the gauntlet at the end of this chapter. And I was like, holy crap, this is, this is a lot. The, it's right after we, after the fight with Bleach Japan, when we leave the homeless camp, that's when we get Jun Gihan, right? Yes. He joins us. Uh, the party. Like, he's like handed to us because we thought Song Kui was going to join. And then she's like, no, I'm too busy. I got, you know, the Gomi Jewel's been handed over. I, I've got a lot of work to do. She's like, why don't you take Jun Gihan? And you're like, oh, well, yeah, I will, well, definitely. <laughs> I will gladly take your, your personal assassin. Yeah. Which that is. not used it, yet at all. Because. You haven't used him? No, because I've gotten Aerie so, like, powerful. She's my weak link. She's my fourth in line. So I feel like I need Psycho for the healing, and I feel like I need Adachi for the power. 
So Aerie's really the only one I feel like I might swap out, but I've gotten her so powerful with her Metal Ruler that I don't see a need at the moment to use someone else. So I did switch out. <laughs> uh, Junji Han has his, his class, his starting class is Hitman. Um, and once you get him some, some pretty good weapons, he will wreck dudes. So his abilities are not elemental, they're more of physical attacks. So he, he, he will punch guys, right? That's, that's his main attack is just, he'll, he'll do like a four hit combo, like pow, 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 pow. Um, but his special abilities are either slashing or he just straight up pulls out guns and starts shooting dudes. Does, does he and induce bleeding? He can induce bleeding, but he almost Every enemy I have ran against is weak against guns. <laughs> and he has an, he has a rapid fire ability where he pulls out two guns and just how just shoots them. And that does some damage. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, he's 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 relatively good. Um he he became kind of a staple in my party for a little while there. Um Are you still obviously we're, who's your party? Well, who's in your party now? Currently, right now, my party is Kasuga, Adachi, Saiko, and I have Junji Han. Um, I, I did switch out with our our next party member we're about to get, um, and leveled him up a little bit. Um, and then another party member shows back up again. <laughs> we get. I now have. I think every party member. At this point, that I think that you can get, I could be wrong, but um, yeah, uh, but Jungi Han's pretty good. Um, yeah, I guess my my biggest concern is that we lose somebody at some point, and then I need to sub in someone that's underpowered. So I, I do feel like I want to grind a little bit. So there's there's two there's two ways that you can make that a lot easier. Um, obviously, you can switch people out however you want. But the big thing is, and this is something I suggest everybody do, go back to Survive Bar and talk to everybody. Because one of the things you unlock when you unlock your relationship with them is they earn more experience points when they're not in your active party. And if you get them to the highest rank, which I already have a dachi at, he gets the same amount as everybody else does. Wow. So, um, yeah, if you can get everybody to level five, um, it's basically like they're in your party. Um, but, uh, yeah, after that, uh, gosh, we do get the, uh, the whole, we get we we hear about the on the news that the the bleach Japan leader has been killed, so we're like okay, um, maybe we should go. No, that's in chapter eleven, isn't it? Yeah, that's chapter. I'm I'm skipping ahead here. Our focus uh, now is to go save Zhao. Yeah, save Zhao because we we get word that Zhao is being held prisoner by the Omni Alliance. Um, seems like they've kind of congregated, in uh in I guess little China. Or, or Chinatown and uh, I I did a lot of side questing here because this is when I stopped and you were like I'm stuck at this boss fight so I spent the past week basically just like doing a lot of side questing stuff here um, one of the things I did learn and I'll, I'll bring this up uh, was that I went back into the underground so when you go back to the underground the game tells you before you go in, hey, you can't just leave when you come in here. And there's save points periodically through it. Um, when you make it past that first round where you can then leave the underground and come back, if you continue going, you're going to run into a specific enemy. 
they're, they're kind of rare. I would say maybe out of the, if, if you had 20 fights down there, maybe three of these fights had this guy in it. They look like cavemen. Um, and they are resistant to everything. In fact, every time you hit them, it doesn't matter what it is. It only does one damage. But they only have probably about 30 hit points. But they do tons of damage. I'm talking like take out a half a health bar if they hit you. And if you hit them too many times and let them just stand there, they will run away from the fight. But if you can beat them, you are guaranteed a level up. Wow. I can't... uh, Invested something. It's... Hang on. It is like a dragon. Invested Vagabond. If you can beat an Invested Vagabond, you get like 12,000 experience points. (laughs) And how many... So I'm assuming you've beaten quite a few if you're a good five or six levels ahead. So the infested, no, the invested vagabond, or it may be infested, infested vagabond is a rare type enemy that appears as at the homeless settlement. After the player defeats an infested vagabond, the members will receive at least 70,000 experience points. However, the enemy only takes one damage. Battling infested vagabonds is a useful way to train your party from the middle phase up to the end game. So yeah, um, I fought three of those guys and leveled up three times like just from that able to get both of you were able to kill all three of them or just one of them i was able to kill i was able to i was able to kill three of them i I fought multiple many of them ran away but um yeah if you can if you're able to beat them you, you that's almost a guaranteed level up for all your party members what's your strategy is it to don't hit them early until they're the only one left and then just try and pummel them the best strategy is is to use all your abilities that hit multiple times so Jun Gihan has that rapid fire where he shoots a guy that's at least probably 10 hits right there I guess he doesn't have it anymore he had that one nice attack early on that was like a heavy beat down where if you got them it would be like 8 or 10 hits Right. With one special, that seems like it would have been really useful. Yeah, that's the best way to handle those guys. You, they are going to run away. Um, it just happens sometimes. Um, but yeah, those are. When I ran into those guys, I was like, "Wow, this guy's taking no damage. What the hell?" But then I beat him, and I was like, "Whoa, I just leveled up." And you don't level up fast in this game at all. So I was like, okay, that's that. I had to look him up. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is a special type of enemy that if you can kill him, it's hard to kill him, but if you can, it's worth it. So I may uh, go, that's... go back and do some leveling soon because uh, you know I breezed. You know, I had spent so much time leveling up to close out chapter nine that all of chapter ten was pretty breezy. Didn't spend much right. time into it, uh, and I'm into eleven, but. You know, I, I want to get a few levels higher. I've got all the gear I yeah. think I need at the moment, but you know, if that's an easy way to level up, I'll, I'll probably do that so that there's no hiccups in the next couple chapters. Also, now I need to find a whole lot of money. Yeah. So have you hit that part? That's right at the beginning of a, of. Twelve. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't got there yet. But so yeah, um, going into uh, Chinatown, we have some fights there, and we have two boss fights that we have to do. One with our good friend Mabuchi, and uh, the other one with uh, our our old friend uh, with the the wrecking ball. Yeah, he doesn't have a wrecking ball. Yeah, he he doesn't have a wrecking ball this time. Tiger. Um, yeah, there's a tiger too. Yeah, I forgot about that. We had to fight the tiger. Um, and I got some. It was 
I think I found it in this like little dungeon, um, the, the restaurant, uh, there's some, uh, knuckles. That's what, uh, the, uh, hitman uses Jungi Han and it was fire knuckles. So now I got another guy doing fire damage and nice. it seemed to seem to be work out pretty well for me. Also, the tiger is, is very susceptible to gunfire. Yeah. And that's what he does is gunfire and fire. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So I just, I just kind of machine gun that, that uh, tiger to death. The fire damage do burning over time after kind of like the bleeding, um, bleeding does. Uh, so that's, that's, that's the issue. I, I don't think while it's fire damage, I don't think it has the ability to set somebody on fire. Um, I think only fire magic, like like um, Namba's like fire breath and stuff like that, will do it. Um, but yeah, um, we fight the tiger. We fight Mabuchi. Mabuchi's the same exact fight as it was previously. Um, and then both both fights were basically the exact same. Um. Namba joins us after the sec during the second fight, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he comes back, and uh, they even mention that he's like he seems more stronger. I guess he he's been leveling up too. Yeah, yeah, they talk about that. He's got a third level pyro skill, I think. Yeah, and I used that, and that did some pretty good damage. Both these fights were relatively easy for me. <laughs> they were for me at this point as well. Yeah. And um, that's when uh, we beat all those guys. We also meet the 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 last captain of the Omni Alliance, um, the the former boxer, heavyweight boxer. Uh, we don't fight him. He kind of walks away. I know uh, Ichiban's like, you're going to regret not killing us. <laughs> and then, you know, Namba's like, if you guys will have me, I'm coming back. I can't believe, I can't believe you guys want me around. But he reluctantly joins our party again. And uh, Zhao, he's there. He got, uh, we're like, okay, well, where's Zhao? And Zhao just kind of appears behind us, beat up. He's like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> they beat the crap out of me, but I'm all right. And uh, after leaving that area, Zhao basically is like, I'm stepping down as the uh, the leader of the uh, uh, Chinese mafia. What was it called? Liomong. He's like, nobody's going to listen to me anymore, especially after this, this coup. So... Uh, he doesn't join us then, though, does he? No, not then. Yeah, he joins us later on. So that's our final party member, I should say. I think that's our final party member. I don't think there's anybody else. I could be wrong, though. For the game. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, after that, the next day is when Zhao joins us. Zhao joins us. And uh, that's when we learn of the death of the the leader of the uh, of Bleach Japan. So we decided to go to his funeral. Um, and uh, none other than Ryo Aoki is speaking at the funeral because he was good friends with him. Even though, he probably had him <laughs> even though he probably had him killed. Um, and we're like, okay, we got to talk to him. We got to fight. We got we to gotta get in there and talk to him. Well, nobody's letting him in. So they're like, okay, well... He's leaving the the funeral. Maybe we can cut him off at his car or something to talk to him there. Well, no, they're using like a private like parking garage. It's underground, so we have to uh, sneak in. Uh, and in doing so, we run into some of his secret service agents, and uh, Casca's like, "Yeah, you guys are." Uh, obviously Omni Alliance because it, I think it was the way they were talking to him I can't remember what they said like take a walk yeah he's like Jack. Oh, are you from Kensai Kensai no yeah, you're, you're from Kansai he's like so what and he's like sounds like you're from Omni Alliance 
It's like, I, how would uh, how would the public like uh, knowing that uh, their governor is being protected by Yakuza? I like that little back and, and so forth we... as well when the guy's like, why would you assume, you know, you can't make that kind of assumption. And, and Ichiban's like, well, you also assumed we were trespassers when we came down here. So, you know, you can't blame me for assuming when you're assuming. I'm like, it's a very, like, weird argument to get into with someone that's about to attack you. Yeah. But we uh, we beat those guys up, and uh, the the van drives off with Rio Aoki. But as they're about to drive off, we jump in the way, and uh, one of the Secret Service guys beats uh, Costco over the head. Adachi jumps in, and um, the van stops and pulls up, and Rio Aoki gets out. And it's like, I am so sorry for what my security has been doing to you. Uh, please accept my formal apologies. I'm going to have a nice talk with all of them. And as he's helping up Kasuga, uh, he, he tells him, meet me at this place. Come alone tonight. And this pushes him away and then continues with his little political spiel of like my sincerest apologies and stuff. And I remember Costco looked up at him and called him young master. And he made kind of like a little smirk. So he definitely remembers him. Yeah. I, I thought that was going to be a twist right here where he was going to be like, I don't know what you're talking about at all. I'm not that person. Yeah. And then I was going to be like, ah, I knew it wasn't him. <laughs> but I never went there because, you know, he he did have that smirk and he said, meet me. So definitely setting up whatever the next phase of their relationship looks like. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, that's where I stopped because, uh, like I said, right before going into the uh, to the underground garage, I was... I've got enough time to go through this little underground area and level up again. Oh, no, 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 I wasn't. There was three levels of it. And then at the end, I had to fight a giant Roomba. I'm not kidding. It is literally a giant Roomba that has two arms that you have to fight and the Roomba itself. Take out the arms first because the arms will do fire damage and shock damage. So take them out first. I feel like and the it's thing also that's gotten me the most has been fear. I've had a lot. I've had fear induced on me a lot that has been problematic for me to be able to keep fighting. Yeah, that will that will definitely cripple a party if you're not careful. More than anything else. Um. But yeah, also that that Roomba, the giant Roomba, is level forty. So brace yourself. Oh wow! How, yeah. What level were you at when you beat it? 36 or 37 and it killed two of my party members so I had to switch them out so you can't do that in a fight can you yeah oh interesting you can do that at any time you can do that with party members that are still alive or knocked out so if they're knocked out you can but it wastes a turn so whoever you whoever if it's that person's turn you can choose the etc. option, and you can tag out, and then you can tag out whoever you want with with the other person. But the, whoever you were playing as for that turn loses that turn. I always sometimes forget that when you're walking around, all let's say seven party members are with you, right? You're yeah. only ever seeing the four that are in your active party, but sometimes I just forget the other three are actually there, and I just assume they're hanging out in that hideout drinking. There you go. Have you got any more pound mates? Have you done any more of those? Uh, no, I haven't. I've tried to convince a lot of people to work with me, and every time I try to pay them, it's like every character's got a little cash signed by, by their silhouette. They always tell me that I, I don't have enough charm or charisma or something else, so most of my searching for people has not panned out and I haven't also gotten any pawn mates. Okay. I got another one. It's a dominatrix. <laughs> and then I've done, I've done the, uh, the sub story where I'm giving people this really spicy kimchi. 
and it makes them it makes them run fast. Have you have you done any of this? I've done that one. It's ridiculous. So you run into a guy who's selling kimchi, and he's like, "Nobody buys my kimchi," and we buy some of it and eat it, and it burns our mouth so bad that we just run down the block. And uh, he's like, "Here, you can just keep it." So that now we're running around and we find people who need inspiration. So there is a track runner who's trying to beat his record. He's like, here, try this kimchi. And he runs down the street and he's like, wow, that's the best stuff ever. And I, I ran into uh, this old woman who she can't cross the street cause she's too slow. So we give her some and she runs across the street really fast. And there was this one girl who she was going off to college and her, her, uh, her senpai who she has a crush on, was leaving uh, uh, for college and she wanted to, she didn't have courage. So he, he gave her some kimchi and she's like, this is the most disgusting stuff ever, but it gave me courage. It, it, it's the way they run. It's like the animation. It looks like a stock animation, but like sped up four times. <laughs> it just looks stupid. And it's so dumb because Kasuga is carrying around this giant, like it looks like a, a cauldron of kimchi with him. That's funny. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I did that. Um, and I did the, uh, I got the pound mate for the dominatrix. Uh, there's a guy you have to fight him. So this guy is a masochist who he can't find, he, he, he can't find anything that gives him pain. So he just beats himself up and he asked us to beat him up. And then we run into a dominatrix who, uh, think she's out of her prime and so we bring him that one bring, what now i think i did that one you did that one okay yeah well, I, I don't remember how it ended though the so the, the, dumb... the one where the was it the lady was being cornered by all the young girls yes yeah. yes yeah if you bring her to the mr masochist guy she eventually becomes somebody that you can call. On me? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't think I finished it then. I, I did the intro to that one, but I haven't gone back and introduced the two of them. Yeah, you do that. Um, and then I'm trying to imagine if I did anything else. I did a few side stuff. I can't remember, though. saw so, uh, a little throwback to a previous game where... I was walking into a park, and there was a guy who, or I saw a figure on the ground, and I picked it up, and it was that figure of Ono Michio. If you remember when um, um, when we had to dress up as him, and he was the, I guess it was from Yakuza 6. 6, yeah. yeah. Or Kiryu has to dress up as the mascot. Yep. Yeah, a little yeah. Fish, fisherman-style outfit. Yeah. There's some pretty good nods in there. Yeah, and I, I just I thought it was funny that they went through the whole thing again. They're like, Isn't it adorable? It's got a little ramen bowl as a hat and they went they went through every like characteristic of it. Right. And Ichiban's just like, No, that's not that, that that's kinda dumb. Yeah. <laughs> oh but that's 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 where I stopped. If you want to continue talking about it we can or we can wait until the next recording probably save it off there's some some big things that we can talk through so I'd, I'd probably save that as as the starting point for the next one gotcha okay we do have an email um it comes from dustin it's titled things that bug me it says uh, hey guys i want to talk about some things i don't like or just bug me about this game when comparing equipment stats why in the hell is the color representing an increase the stat red that is a good question uh, yeah i've I, in our company we've had people have that talk and be like look it's pretty standard green is good red is bad yellow is somewhere in the middle you can't flip right. that around it's just weird right so I think it, I look at it as like hot and cold, I guess. I don't know. Because it's blue, it's a decrease, right? Yeah, blue is decrease. Red means better. Um, Or no, red means, yeah, red means better. Um, 
did they not get the memo that literally every RPG read is the decrease in stats? I have to do a double take each time. I, I'm I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Uh, when running around town and you get into a random fight, I sometimes would turn auto battle on so I could uh, look at my phone or something else. The thing is, auto battle sucks in this game. Uh, they use up your abilities and burn through your items. I wish they would just do normal attacks since that's all I would need to get by if I even turned it on. So there is a way to change that. So at the auto battle, you can select to go all out, which means use everything you got. Or don't use skills. That's what I got it set to. Set it to do not use skills. And they will just auto attack. Seems better. Yeah. Uh, I would be fine with the four core party members. Zhao and Jun don't feel like they belong with the group. And are, and the hidden girl is fine. Honestly, the leader of the Gomi Jewel would made a better party member. and Or the old lady running the brothel. <laughs> Man, you would have a ragtag group then, wouldn't you? Uh, forced grinding is the absolute worst. At the beginning of chapter 12, right after I bought a bunch of gear for my team, you hit your, you get hit with a required 3 million yen to progress, to progress, excuse me. Uh, luckily you get a watch at the end of chapter 11 that sells for a million and after clearing out old weapon inventory and doing another hour or so of the business mini game, I had enough. I also heard the uh, Kappa statue subquest gets you a lot of yen, but I never did it. You finally get over that hurdle just to turn into the infamous level spike. What the hell were they thinking? I'm level 33 and the next boss is level 50. Now, I don't mind grinding when I'm on my way somewhere or just exploring, but when, you write, but when you're right where you need to be in the story and the level gap is that big, I have to question the game design since it frankly sours the entire game. Best thing to do is grind the arena, and it sucked. I probably spent six hours doing it, just going in, turning on auto battle. Guess it was good for one thing. While I played a different game on my Switch. Nice thing is, is when you die, you don't lose money or experience, and the arena has checkpoints every five levels, so you can pick up where you want to start. I usually looped floor six through 12 and would die, then restart. My core party is finally level 45, so next time I play, I'm going for the dungeon. I know there's 45. items you can... Yeah. Uh, I know there's items you can get that increase XP gain, but I never went and hunted them down. Anyway, happy grinding, Dustin. So yeah, chapter 12 is where the difficulty spike begins. And I I think, I, I think I'm kind of ready. I'm in my upper 30s right now. I, I get it. I'm probably going to have to grind some, but I think I'm, I think I'll be okay with it. It's at least worth, uh, worth a test. See if you can get there. Yeah. I'm I'm sure I need to spend some time grinding. I know for a fact. So I I know all about this fight. Um, I I couldn't help it. I I, I kind of spoiled myself. Um, uh, the the boss fight consists of two different people. Uh, and I know for a fact that one of them is weak to fire. So luckily, I have two party members currently using fire damage. That's so, good to know. yeah. Wonder if I should I don't get know what... back in the fold. Yeah, that's uh, that's probably a good idea. But they switched him. Stick, they switched him over back to over to homeless person as his class, and I had him as a musician, and I had him pretty leveled up in musician. I don't know if I should switch back to it or stay with stay with the. Uh, the homeless person. Do as a musician, because I've definitely found a few good guitars. The musician, he does decent damage with the musician. Um, the the thing with musicians is the abilities are basically like status effects. He's good at buffing and debuffing. Um, which Sayako has a lot of good buffing and debuffing stuff too. So I don't know if that's going to be redundant. True. 
Also, I never know if they stack necessarily. Although this game actually is pretty good about showing you what status effects you've got, right? Is those little icons just above your character. Yeah, so and that, they do a good job nice. of telling you. Like, like, oh, the if you lost defense and it gets hit again, it's like the defense is extended, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I guess I'll gauge it and see. May adjust my party. Probably, I'm definitely going to have to go upgrade some gear. So. It's tough to upgrade gear when you got to save three million. Yeah, right. I've put a good amount in my ATM, so I think I've got probably close to a million in my ATM. And I get a, I apparently get a watch at the end of Chapter 11 that I can sell for a million. So that pawn shop. Yep, I gotta go check out the pawn shop. But yeah, that's it for us. Um, if you'd like to send an email, it is drew at ztgt dot com. You can also tweet to us. I am at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS, and the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Um, I guess I can go ahead and, and say it. Um, we, we held a poll on what uh, game we would play next. It's going to be a Halo game, and uh, Halo Reach won by a staggering amount. So it looks like we're going to be doing Halo Reach after Like a Dragon. So, there you go. That'll be good. I've never played Reach, so there you go. I but yeah, that's it for us. It, but I remember enjoying it. No, there you go. I I I, I am not the biggest Halo fan. Um, I've played one, two, three, four, five, and very small parts of Infinite. I did play ODST, but I didn't finish it. And I never played Reach. So, yeah, I'm down for it. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's it for us. Um, thank you all for listening. I really do appreciate it. Send some more emails in. I know we got some people playing along with us. We're getting close to the end of the game. I don't know if we'll actually beat it this for this next uh, recording. I would say probably not, depending on how much grinding we're going to have to do. So I was going to say, we could beat it if there was no grinding, I think. Yeah, but I don't I don't think that's going to be possible, because um, there's 15 chapters. Uh, so, I don't know. We'll see. I highly doubt it, though. But uh, until next time, though, I am Drew. Yeah. And we are out of here. You guys have a great week, and we'll be back next week with more Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yeah.